There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast hosts Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. It's a Friday here on the program. That means we get an hour of Mike Samich, VSIN betting analyst and host, of course, hosts the handle on Saturdays and Sundays with Matt Brown. Now, we've got a very special at 7 to 10, both Saturday and Sunday Eastern time, so 4 to 7 West. But we've got a very special edition of the handle on Saturday a Super Bowl prop special which the boys have been grinding at and will be re-aired all over the place so looking forward to the Super Bowl prop special on the handle this Saturday Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, and we welcome in Mike Samich now I love a lot of Samiches I love bitter Samich <laughs> I love stubborn Samich but we got sunshine Samich during the break because Amal Shaw asked an apt question look we're going to bet on the Super Bowl, of course, the San Francisco 49ers and Kansas City Chiefs. But is there juice to the matchup? And immediately Samich said, oh, yeah, I can't wait for this matchup, the rematch from four years ago. Sunshine Samich, welcome. Thank you. This should be a great game. I don't know why you guys are, are hating all over it. I mean, we've got we've got Mahomes, who is trying to become the best quarterback ever. I'd say he's cemented himself in second if he can win the Super Bowl, but trying to chase down Brady. You've got the Mr. Irrelevant story of Brock Purdy. You've got this San Francisco 49ers team and Kyle Shanahan that, that really need to win this year. This is a huge game for them. So you got that great storyline. And let's be honest. These are also the best two teams in football right now. I mean, we, we did get the best teams in this matchup as well, which I think brings a little more shine to it. So you guys got to perk up here. I need more positivity from the show. It's not all college basketball just yet. First of all, the only, <laughs> the only good thing about the last time these two teams matched up was I had the Mahomes rushing prop under, and he went backwards at the end of that Super Bowl to get the cover for me. That was, let's be real here, minus the final 10 minutes, that was a boring game. Shanahan, he doesn't expect anybody we've seen Mahomes you can't turn on the TV without seeing Mahomes and Kelsey I mean it's like come on uh, Mike I noticed you um you addressed a lot of things outside hmm. of the actual football play and I think that's where our our bugaboo is is that we think it's going to be a hideous game to watch well, I, I think it's going to be an interesting game to watch. I kind of would tend to agree with you guys. It may be more defensive, which a lot of people would, uh, which was a lot of people would reference as hideous. But like, I think it's going to be really interesting to see what the opening script for both of these teams are. What are we going to see from Shannon? What are we going to see from Reed? The second half, second half adjustments from Spagnolo, I think, are going to be fascinating. But I mean, I'm more. Of the, it's more of the geeky football answers. Then the, hey, it's going to be this blockbuster up and down matchup. I know you guys were rooting for Buffalo, Detroit. That would have been a lot of fun. I'm not disagreeing because that would have been points galore. This is going to be more of a chess match. I'm interested to see how that plays out. 
And part of me wants to see Shanahan just completely blow another one of these. And I think that is 100% in the cards here. <laughs> From your lips to God's ears, Mike Samich joining us. Um, I love Sunshine Samich, but I also, I'm all in Dustin know this. I love BF Samich, and that's Best Friend Samich. So what's fascinating, and I do appreciate, I'm looking at the text after the championship weekend. I'm all Shaw. I'm so sorry, Patrick. Dustin Sweetelson, you know, you're a great guy. I'm sorry about your Lions. And uh, just hold on. Let me pull up Samich's uh, text to me after my Lions got beat in the championship game. Maybe one of the toughest beats a fan base has ever experienced. Uh, I'll just first go to Twitter, at Somobom on Twitter. Uh, Mike Samich tweeted after the game between San Francisco and Detroit, check on your Lions friends right now, which, I mean, that's nice. He's reminding people that if you have a Lions fan in your life, you should check on them. So I'm going to read what Samich wrote me after my Lions loss. Dustin, do you have crickets? Do you have a cricket sound effect? You can play that now. Uh, Mike Samich literally rubbed in my face that all Lions fans should be checked on, and you literally didn't text me. I mean, it's kind of one of the biggest D-bag moves in the history of friendships. Yeah, I'll take one on the chin here. That's my bad. <laughs> I probably should have. Probably should have. How you doing, Patrick? Now that we're a week away. No, no, no. no. How dare you? you? No, no. Have how you been able to emotionally get period, through this moment? Dear you. He was letting Dustin. you process the inf- process your yeah, emotions. I, I, I don't want the instant reaction. I wanted to be there for you when you were going through the different phases of grief. Dustin, a comment like yeah, friendship. No, friendship I, matters in life. I, I think Mike. I'm trying to. I'm trying to be in the middle here but maybe there's a chance that mike's perspective was he's gonna be really emotional i want to make sure when i talk to him he's worked all that out and i can help him overcome whatever's lingering at the end of all that is that fair mike i, I think that's a good point i mean as a dolphin they should fan, say it was your point you say it's exactly I, what i was I, thinking I, I, Dustin nailed it. Okay. <laughs> Dustin just jumped into my brain, was able to just pull out ex- the exact thoughts in that moment when I was sitting at a poker table in Las Vegas, watching the football game. Um, but look, I don't remember getting a text when the dolphins went out, Patrick. <laughs> no one I, thought the I, dolphins I, were going to do anything. I mean, I, I, have to I be thought the dolphins you, were going to win the Super Bowl, and it, I was just crushed. <laughs> Mike, I have to be honest with you. You're a smart guy. That's probably not a good argument to start with. <laughs> yeah, Wait, no, no, no. Fair. It is a I'm good argument. <laughs> it is a good argument because you were born in Miami, right, Mike? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Born, born in, no. <laughs> okay. You didn't text me. Literally Buffalo, born Patrick. in Detroit. I was didn't born hear in from Mike York. <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool. So I'll write you when the Giants or Jets lose. Congratulations. Hey, by the way, you should have texted him the other night when the uh, Blue Jackets beat the Blues. That was embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Got nothing. <laughs> Got nothing. Um, you know what? I, I want to do this. Uh, Dustin and I were talking about this during the break. We've been having so much fun with the head coaching hires. So I saved this until Samich joined us. Let's give a letter grade to the eight new coaches hired. Before we do that, we've been having a lot of fun with what the commanders did. They went Dan Quinn. They went defense. Mike, did you want to comment? If you're running a franchise right now in 2024, are you probably thinking going offense? Let's just start there. I'm leaning offense. I mean, I, I think that is the the wiser way to start a franchise, especially when you're drafting number two overall and going to take a quarterback. You may want to get a younger offensive mind in head coach just so that you help with the development of said quarterback, since that's what's going to determine whether or not your franchise is good for the next five to ten years. But if I was going to go defense. I would go with a younger defensive mind so I could try and have this coach who's not just this old stalwart of the NFL in there. And if I was going to go an old defensive guy, I would go Vrabel. Like this, there are so many levels of failure here with the Washington hire. By the way, Patrick, you should have seen Dustin's reaction when he said Vrabel. Well, he's got a tear in his eye whenever Vrabel is brought up. I think we very much learned during this cycle of new coaches being hired that Vrabel just might be a jerk. Okay, he might be a jerk, but based on the information I don't want to say out loud, it's all over the internet about what this guy's done, Mike. If you haven't seen it, Google Dave Canales' book and just read about the book that he wrote. Um, You could tell me right now you would rather have Dave Canales leading your, your franchise, your locker room, than Mike Vrabel. I mean, I don't. Well, okay. The, the, the problem with Canales is There's that. Well, the, the, he took the, the Panthers' job, right? Yeah. I mean, who wants that job? <laughs> who wants to work That's for Tepper? Fair. 
you have a very limited group of people that you could pick that would actually take that position. I, I disagree with you, Mike. And you worked in sales, so you understand this. It's best to take over a territory that's dormant and struggling. All he's got to do is elevate it a little bit. Once he gets fired, his next thing is like, I work for that Looney Tune in Charlotte. They'll hire him. The problem is that there that there's nothing. The cupboards are bare. You don't have your own first round pick. Bryce Young doesn't look great. That's a problem. And you're going to get fired at the end of this year. It's one thing if you get a couple years to work inside the franchise and try and grow it so you can point to some bright spots. He's not going to get a couple years. Tepper has showed his hand here. He has gone through coaches faster than Dustin goes through In-N-Out Burgers. I mean, it's just ridiculous at this. First point. of all, first of all, I don't get the I get Shrapnel. the uh, I get the uh, Flying Dutchman with the whole grilled onion wrap. I don't get the actual burger. Just fair, for for future fair. reference. Uh, secondly, so with Bill Belichick still out there, you think if it get, if it's really ugly. Dave Canales doesn't make it a year. Tepper goes, come on, Billy B, save me at 72 years old. Basically, Obi-Wan. I, I mean, he can throw him enough money to do it. The thing with the Belichick is he wants to take over the entire organization. I don't think that's why. I think that's why it didn't work in Atlanta is that when Belichick was going through his interview process, he's like, yeah, I want to bring in all my friends. I'm going to I want to have control over the football team. I'm not sure Tepper's the guy to be able to give it to him. But if he decides to go, OK, I'm going to take my hands off and I'm just going to throw money at Belichick. Go for it. I don't think it works. I mean, what do we really think Belichick can lead a rebuild? No. We just saw him try. Like, no. it, it didn't end well. Pa- Patrick, just to build on what Mike said about Belichick, real quick, big picture one, this is one of the reasons why I don't think he got hired. Think about some of the people that have come through his regime Matt Patricia, Bill O'Brien, uh, Scott Pioli. Some of these people have the worst dispositions working in any organization you've ever seen. And I think there's something to that. It's not just that he comes across as a curmudgeon. I think it is absolutely part of the problem. Yeah, no, I I agree with everything you guys said. What's interesting about Belichick is he's known as a curmudgeon. But last Sunday night, he sent me a text. Sorry about your lions. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, flexing that you got Belichick's number. I like it, Patrick. <laughs> Good comeback, Mike. <laughs> I had to. The fact that Samich used to work in sales and didn't contact a friend, that is it's sales 101. You got to keep the friendships. Anyway, I'll get over it eventually. And, and can I just say this? It's public domain, so it's not crazy for us to tell you what we keep on being sheepish about with Canales, the new, the new Carolina head coach. So apparently he used to have a porn addiction. He cheated on his wife and he was a binge drinker. He and his wife, and he said he was, he's a recovering quote, narcissist. He and his wife wrote a book. They have children. They wrote a book about him cheating on his wife, porn addiction, narcissism, and binge drinking. Isn't that the definition of being a narcissist that you're going to write a book about what people go through every single day? So everybody knows just the vile things happening behind closed doors. That is wild. I'm sorry. That is just my opinion, but that's a wild thing to do. But he's recovering now, Patrick. He's not writing the second edition. And I hope so that's a pop. I'm not being I'm not being a jerk. I hope I, I don't mean this facetiously. I hope the guy goes on to live an awesome life. It's just a weird move to broadcast yeah. your family business through a book. I, I'm not judging the actions. I'm judging the writing of a book. However, that's it, what I'm saying, too. I'm it, judging. Hey, I'm a narcissist here. Let everybody here. Here's what I did. Anywho, I hope he wins a million games. We come back with the rankings for the coaches. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. 
When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. The line of the week, Dustin during the break said, narcissism doesn't go away. Trust me, I know. <laughs> we know, big guy. VSIN.com, the old one went away. You know what's back? A brand new paint job. VSIN.com, fresh new look, enhanced navigation, mobile first focus. Oh, the big guy. Well, improved functionality, expanded educational content. It's all there. Rave reviews coming in. People on their phones. Very immediate responses. It's awesome. VSIN.com. Check it out. And when you do, I believe it was maybe Tuesday. I'm all Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. Mike Samich, host of The Handle. Saturdays and Sundays here. VSIN analyst joins us. I believe it was Saturday. It was Monday or Tuesday. I woke up and right there in the VSIN Daily, Mike Samich write up on props for Super Bowl 58. Right there. Good job, my man. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Bill D giving me some love in the VSIN Daily here the last few weeks. So hopefully, uh, hopefully there's some more discussion around. I wrote a props article uh, today for some of the early props that I've played as well. I already talked about who I like in the Super Bowl on there as well. So make sure you go over, subscribe, and uh, check out the articles. We've had a, a good run this year. Good job, friend. We let's do <laughs> let's do let's do this. I'm not gonna let it go. It's just impossible. That's fine. After I That's heard fine. about the you tweet. Know. After I heard about the tweet, it's uh, Dustin. I'll call you about it after the show. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just but, yeah, but let's I got to talk this. about me first. I know you. Yeah, know. Well, that's, yeah you're a narcissist. That makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> let's, fellas. Here's what we're gonna do: A, B, C, and D. You can go pluses. You can go minuses. Dustin, you're gonna throw out a coaching hire, and we're gonna grade them. Okay. Gerard Mayo to the New England Patriots. Okay, we'll go around the horn. And I don't want to start with Gerard Mayo, so I'll I'll defer to Amal Shaw. <laughs> it has that vibe. It has that vibe. I'm I'm gonna go C plus. You've got a person who was under the old regime, so certain things aren't gonna change. It's gonna be the Belichick and the Patriot way. Um, look, I think he's a solid guy. I don't think he's got a ton of experience, but this team really needs an offensive overhaul. I would have gone to the offensive side of the ball. The defense was very solid, so I can appreciate building on that one, but I'm going to go C plus here. It doesn't make me jump out of my seat if I'm a Pats fan. Okay, we'll go right to left with the grade. Samich, you're next. I'm going to go flat C. I, I just, I'm uninspired by it. I, I agree with them all here. You're just bringing someone in who was in the organization prior to it. Your big issue is the offense. You're not addressing the offense. Uh, the one positive I would say is it is someone who the players know and has been in the building. But uh, for me, it's just, it's uninspiring. I'm going to go C as well. That's average. And it feels like an average hire. Every time I've seen Mayo talk, it's he's very impressive. I, I like what he has to say. Feels like something where there was a bit of a bias. Like Kraft decided a while back he was going to hire Mayo and he just stuck with it even as things changed. So uninspired, I'll go C, big guy. I'm going to go D and the only reason it's not an F is because I actually like Gerard Mayo. It's the situation I don't like. What that organization needed was to completely flip things over, turn the page and go the opposite direction of the way things have been. There's been a, a cloud hanging over that organization for the last few years. And this last season, it got really ugly. All the reasons why they hired him Knowing him, familiarity, him being a Patriot, knowing the Patriot way. Those are all the reasons why they should have hired anyone else than Gerard Mayo and let him coach another organization. Good answer. Good answer. Okay, Dustin, give us the next coach. Amal, we'll start with you and go across the board. Uh, Jim Harbaugh to the Chargers. 
A plus. We talked about it earlier in the show today. His ability to coach up his teams wherever he's been. University of San Diego. Josh Johnson ends up playing in the NFL for a long time. Andrew Luck, first overall pick at Stanford, has great success there. Remember, he beat Pete Carroll two out of three times when Pete was at SC. Goes to the San Francisco 49ers, gets to an NFC championship game, I think, three times. Goes to a Super Bowl once. Um, had tremendous success. And then, of course, caps off with the national championship of Michigan. Home run higher, in my estimation, I know you guys love Ben Johnson, but I think this is the best hire of the offseason. Samich? I'm going to go with an A-plus as well. He was he was the, the biggest prize that was to be had here, especially when Ben Johnson stayed put. It's a good matchup with the, the Chargers. I think you need that type of juice in L.A., specifically with the Rams there already, and the fact that no one cares at all about the Chargers. This hopefully makes someone care about them. They also need a, just an organizational overhaul from an attitude perspective. You could just tell that that team didn't really want to be there or play for Staley. Now you get that overhaul. You're going to get a completely different building there with, uh, with Harbaugh in charge. And now to see how good Herbert is. He has been phenomenal from a stats perspective. He's really struggled in big moments and big games. We'll see if that changes with Harbaugh. Okay, Jim Harbaugh to the Chargers, A+. And I'm going to say this. I think there's one coach I would hire over Jim Harbaugh at this point, and it's Sean McVay. Literally the second guy on the planet. I think Jim Harbaugh is a home run A-plus big guy. I think there's a case situationally where Justin Herbert is at in his career and his development and where Jim Harbaugh has been and what he's accomplished, that this could go down as one of the greatest head coach offseason hires we've ever seen simply because those two converging together at this point in their careers might be absolute perfection. So it's an A++. Okay, next one. Start with them all. Let's go with the Tennessee Titans hiring Brian Callahan. I'm going to go with a B. Uh, I think Callahan did a tremendous job with the offensive side of the ball with the Houston, excuse me, with the Cincinnati Bengals. But you had Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon out of the backfield, Tyler Boyd as well. So it's going to be hard to see if he can translate what they did effectively in Cincinnati, in Tennessee, with the lack of talent there. Yeah, I'm. Oh, sorry, Mike, go ahead. No problem, friend. I'll jump in here. Uh, I'll dare you. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go with an A simply because it's either going to be a very good hire or a very bad hire. And you're going to know really quickly. And if, if I'm trying to bring someone in to lead an organization, I want to bring in a young offensive mind. This is one of the better ones that we believe we had in the NFL in the last couple of years as a coordinator. You're going to find out how good he is real quick. And if you found a good head coach, you're going to keep him for a long time. So I'll go with an A circumstantially i'm going to go a minus i agree it could be a home run it could be a disaster but it tells me they think will levis is the future there they're tethering callahan to levis callahan had a winning record with jake browning i have to go a minus there big guy uh you mentioned sean mcveigh earlier he's the reason why this is an a hire for me uh, because Callahan coached for Taylor, who coached for McVay. And when you look at the McVay tree, Matt LaFleur, Jed Fish, Kevin O'Connell, Zach Taylor, Raheem Morris, all at some point coached for him. I like all those guys. Have to assume that means I'm also going to like Brian Callahan. If they're friends with those guys, I want to be friends with them. Beautiful. Next one. Next one will go Antonio Pierce to the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm going to go with a C minus. I thought it was a prudent move to hire the guy internally because remember when last time they got to the playoffs with Rich Bisaccia, they chose not to retain him. I think Antonio Pierce does have the ear of the players. He's a former player himself, won a Super Bowl with the Giants. Something of that nature has to be taken into consideration. But overall, some of the decisions, some of the disposition don't necessarily resonate with me. Um, This is like a C to C minus. I'm going to go with an F. <laughs> I'm going to go all the way down here and, and for a couple reasons. First off, uh, he didn't have much experience before taking over the interim head coaching role. Uh, he, he came in here and he had been to a positional coach, a positional assistant prior to this. Now he's got the big job and, and they responded to him on the field when he was able to coach them this year. It's a completely different beast now that you are the full-time head coach. And you've got to go in there and figure out how to bring in your own staff, get the offensive and defensive sides of the ball right moving forward. But the bigger issue is the inmates are running the asylum here as well in a lot of ways. You've got uh, Adams and you've got Crosby who said, I'm out of here if you don't hire Antonio Pierce. We've seen a lot of players in the NBA and the NFL try and put their mark on rosters that head coaches. It rarely, rarely works. I, I just don't think Pierce is the answer in Vegas. Antonio Pierce in Vegas is a D. And I'll give you one example. 
every girl I've ever dated within three months, I wanted to marry her. And then I broke up with her. <laughs> so, or she broke up with me. Point being, <laughs> of course you're in love. It's the honeymoon phase. Now you're going to give the players power. And then once they get sick of them, they turn on them because they think they have the power within the organization. It couldn't be a bigger disaster. And Antonio Pierce may be the greatest coach ever. It's a D. Big guy. So, uh, it is a C- minus for me. Here's why. Uh-oh. In the same breath, I can say Antonio Pierce and what he accomplished last year, he deserved the opportunity to be the head coach. And at the same time, I can say I don't see how he wins football games consistently in the NFL. Uh, very curious to, to see how the strategy of just be the opposite of Josh McDaniel's personality works for an entire season in the NFL, because that's all he did. What happened was everyone was miserable. He made everyone happy. They went from a coach they hated to a coach they loved. But now we have to do it over 17 games. We have to find a quarterback. We have to assemble a staff. And part of assembling his staff started with Marvin Lewis. That's never a recipe for success. So I want to see how this works for a whole year, because what he did in a short spurt works in a short spurt. I don't know if it works over the long haul. Good job with pronouncing short spurt (laughs) twice. That was good, big guy. Here's look. I'm not a square smoking cigars in the locker room. It's not whatever. It's shtick. There's someone. But are they going right to celebrate? Are they going to celebrate by eating in and out after every win now too? Like just get unhealthier. It's just a weird. I don't know. It's a weird vibe to keep the dude that the players convince you to keep. It's we, odd. We just established you don't have to eat unhealthy. I told you, Flying Dutchman wrapped in grilled onions. Yeah, wrapped we've got in four grilled more onions. coaches. We've got four more coaches to go. There you go, TikTok girls. You want to make out with Dustin? <laughs> this is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get VSIN, become a pro. It's an annual subscription. So I say set it and forget it because if you pay $199 right now using the promo code SHARP, S H A R P, you get everything we offer for a full year and you don't have to worry about it. You get the betting guides, you get the Super Bowl betting guide. My assumption is you'll make your money off the guide. A lot of sharp people in there, of course. So go get it, become a pro. VSIN.com slash subscribe, promo code SHARP. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. This is Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. We are we're pacing ourselves because remember, we're nine days out from Super Bowl 58. We're going to launch into a ton of great stuff coming up on Monday as well. Samich is here. The handle Saturdays and Sundays. They've got the prop special, which is running. They're going to do it live on Saturday. And then you go to vcin.com if you're a pro and you can rewatch, get a lot of good tips. So a lot of great content, not just from Sharp Money and the handle, but from everybody here at vcin, the sports betting network. So what we're doing, we're having a little fun with this. The coaching hire, I don't know why. It's just, it's really been fun on the show. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, Mike Samich. Let's do it. We got through OJ OJ Mayo? Why did I just say that? That's a basketball player. It was a basketball player. It's a basketball player. Gerard Mayo. We did Jim Harbaugh, Callahan, and we did Antonio Pierce, big guy. Who's next? We'll go right to left. Amal will start. Go ahead, Dustin. I I have some breaking news, though. I don't know if you can hear the music lightly in the background behind me. Someone behind me just hit uh, a straight flush for $4,600. So come to the D. Win some money, because this guy behind me just did, and he's pretty fired up. Uh, Also, based on what we learned from that one guy who had no reaction to winning like sixty grand behind me that one day, uh, keep playing that machine, because it means it's hot don't walk away don't think it just spit out a big big prize you're not going to get another one all right stay uh, hot speaking of prizes i think we all, all can admit this guy was a prize at least to his wife dave canales to the carolina panthers how do we grade it f look he, he was a surprise to begin with from an interview standpoint coming into carolina and then what came out about him what patrick laid out There's no way I would have hired this guy as the head coach. You trying to tell me you couldn't find 50 other idiots that could have done the job? No, that's a straight F. I'm going to give him a C. Um, I I don't love the hire. I'm not sure who else they could have hired. This was the the cursed job. This was the one that no one wanted. Uh, At least they found someone who made Baker Mayfield look like he was good at quarterback again. So I'll, I'll give it a C. I'm not going to give it an F because they're combining him with Bryce Young and what Samich has said, but I'll give it a D because psychologically 
What's in that book? I, I'm not one to judge, and I, I swear to you, I hope he makes a comeback forever and ever. The book is the oddest thing in the history of books and publishing. So let's go D for Canalis, big guy. Yeah, similar to, to Patrick and Dave Canalis giving it to strangers, I'll give it a D as well. Uh, when you look at his career... <laughs> Look at he's cracking up at his own joke. I knew I was going to lose you, it. You, I mean, you are you are something. Man. As, as soon as you him, said, him, I'm going to give it a D, I was like, I have to play off of that <laughs> with him giving strangers the D. Because uh, no, no, it's good. Bad. He saved his marriage. It's, it's good. Mar marriage is important. No one will marry me, so I, well, how would I know? Uh, the Seahawks. He was with the Seahawks for 12 years. The Seahawks had an opening the same year he was hired as a head coach, and he didn't get that gig. I'm going to leave all the other stuff to the side. Like, he left pieces to the side. You know what I mean? Side pieces. Um, I'm Sorry, I explained it. Uh, but Seattle had a chance to bring in a guy they knew all about. They passed. That tells me he's just not ready to be a head coach yet. Maybe not ready to be married either. All right, next one. Uh, let's go to Seattle. Mike McDonald, who... Don't you find it odd that he spells McDonald and the D isn't capitalized? Never seen that before. You know Welcome who would capitalize it? Canalis. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right, Mal. I got it. We got to stop. We got to stop. Okay, McDonald, McDonald, Amal, Amal, you're up. I'm going to go with the B. I thought he did a tremendous job one year at Michigan in 2021, and then two years with the Ravens. They had a historically great defense this year. They've got some good pieces to work with with uh, Reek Woolen and of course uh, Devin Weatherspoon in that secondary. That's a good foundation. You need guys that can cover. I like McDonald a lot. This is a good hire. I'm going to go B. I'm going to give it a B plus. I agree with them all. I think it's a very good hire. It was the 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 crown jewel of the defensive side of the ball from a young coaching perspective. You brought someone in that could be there for 10 to 20 years. The big issue is going to be the offense and who ends up being the OC there and who is able to try and lead them uh, forward. But you've got all the weapons you could want on the defensive side. McDonald should I mean, you could argue there's more talent right now on that defensive side of the ball than in Baltimore. So I think I think it's a very, very good hire. Uh, just got to figure out the offense in Seattle. McDonald to Seattle, I'm going to give a B. It would be an A if he ran the offense. So B is as high as I'll go for somebody that runs defense. Here, did you know his wife is from Alexandria, which is D.C., yet they didn't go to the commanders and went to Seattle. Feels like a decision being made there. And McDonald's 36 years old from the Harbaugh tree, both Jim and John, tremendous pedigree. Everybody loves him, energetic. I love the vibes. I'll give it a B. Are there any books about him cheating on his wife? That doesn't even make sense. You but. mentioned his wife. I just I want to know. I know. Is that a parameter to get hired these days? Will you pull yourself together? It's a, it's a, it's a C plus for me. He's a defensive coach. The only reason I, I even like the hire a little bit, if you were going to fire Pete Carroll and the stability there was there, you had to bring in someone super young, fresh, innovative. He is that guy. But I think the Baltimore defense has literally always been good, no matter who runs it. I'm not saying that's a knock on him, but it just feels like other guys have done it with the similar pieces. I don't know how great he is there. I do like his personality from what I've seen because there's a TikTok account that I've seen every single week after the game. He comes out of the tunnel, leaves the locker room. All his fans are yelling, and he goes talk to this talks to this random fan after every game and it's very endearing and i've i've learned to like his personality from it <laughs> that's the only guy dustin has looked up on tiktok next coach the only male yeah uh next coach let's go with raheem morris to the atlanta falcons I'm going to go with a B. I was hoping they would go offense, but they failed with Arthur Smith there. The defense was very good despite some injuries last year. I think Morris has learned from his failures in the past as a head coach. He's also worked under Sean McVay. He's done a nice job in turning that Rams defense around. I'm going to go B. The only reason I'm not going to go with an A here is I think you need somebody in the offensive side of the ball in today's NFL. I'm going to go with a C. I agree with them all there. I, I don't love the fact that it's a defensive hire. I, I'm downgrading it a little bit because it's a retread. We've seen him before in the head coaching role. I would assume he's learned something from that, but we've got to see him uh, step up, be able to do it. But to me, the issue with Atlanta here was not the defense. It was the offense. So I, I would rather bring in someone offensive. So I'll give it a C. 
That's a good point. I, I'm going to go B. I'm going to cap it as far as how high I'll go with a defensive-minded coach. It's been, I don't know, 15 years since his Tampa Bay experience. The word around the league is everybody's obsessed with Raheem Morris. I think he'll be good for recruiting and free agency. So I'll go B with Morris, big guy. It's an A for me. I don't know when I became the biggest Raheem Morris stand on the planet. But I love a redemption story. And I love people thrown into the fire. He was way too young in his early 30s. I think a lot of people would not be able to handle the job he had. Also got saddled with Josh Freeman at quarterback who didn't have a ton of experience there. I think he's had a chance to rebuild his career, get new ways to go about his business, learn how he would do it a second time. And you know this guy's been waiting for this opportunity the whole time. I think he's a leader of men. And based on what players are saying, players want to play for him and they play hard for him. I love the hire for him in Atlanta. And finally, Dan Quinn, Amal Shaw. We're going to go with the straight F. I mean, first of all, he was not going to be the guy you were going to select because you waited until the NFC Championship game concluded. That tells you they're going to hire Ben Johnson, but he turned them down. Dan Quinn got to a Super Bowl, blew a 28-3 lead. He had two good seasons in Atlanta, and Kyle Shanahan was on that step. Now, he does know how to bring in guys because he's had guys, Morris, Sean, um, excuse me, Matt LaFleur, and someone else I'm leaving off there along with Shanahan. So, McDaniel. He, thank you. Uh, he does a good job of bringing guys in that would do well. But, guys, this is about as boring as anything you've ever seen. This is like Mike taking his daughter to the ice cream, you know, going to Baskin and Robbins, 31 flavors. She's like, yeah, I'll take some vanilla ice cream please are you kidding me you got the whole case right there for you and you go with dan quinn yeah vanilla ice cream is not pink so she would not select it i can promise you that. (laughs) see she's already smarter Uh, i'm going f here as well and not just what amal said you're also saddling a rookie quarterback with dan quinn what are we doing i mean this is this is your next five to ten years of your franchise this is supposed to be a, a, a transcendent pick that you have because you're getting caleb williams or drake may and Dan Quinn is going to be the head coach. Yeah, great job. Way to go, Washington. It's a straight F for the commanders. I think the commanders would grade this a C themselves. <laughs> okay, they waited too long. We know that they should have just kept Ron Rivera because Dan Quinn and Ron Rivera are Spider-Man pointing at each other. Big guy. It's a D minus for me. It's not quite an F, and here's why. I do think Dan Quinn is capable of finding ways to win games. But again, I look at these coaches now binarily. Can you win a Super Bowl? Can you not win a Super Bowl? He cannot win a Super Bowl. So he might win a few games here and there, but he will be the guy before the guy potentially to raise things up a little, but he's not going to be the guy to win consistently in Washington. The only Whoever. thing ever... Go ahead, Abal. The only thing that improves this offseason for Washington to make it the worst of all time is you take J.J. McCarthy, number two. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever taught Dustin at the beginning of the week the word binary, I I hate you (laughs) because he's used it a hundred times and he learned it on Monday. Back with the picks. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, 
the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, DraftKings and the Super Bowl, official partner. It's a great combination. New customers, great deal. Bet $5 to get $200 instantly in bonus bets when you use the promo code VSIN. B-S-I-N. DraftKings, download the app. The crown is yours. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. Mike Samich joining. He's going to be in studio there at Circa on Saturday with the prop special on the handle. 7 to 10 Eastern time, both Saturday and Sunday. He's excited about getting out to Vegas. We know that. By the way, you guys were talking. So Dustin and Mike Samich like to go on dates together. They went on a, a date to a nice restaurant, and apparently they have great deviled eggs there. Tell me if you guys think this is weird. Years ago, met a girl on New Year's Eve. She came over the next day for the South Carolina-Michigan bowl game. You guys remember the game because it's Jadavion Clowney <laughs> blowing up the running yep. back. Greatest hit in the history of football as far as I'm concerned. She shows up. I met her 12 hours before. She showed up with a whole plate of deviled eggs. Homemade? Yeah. She made them. Whoa. <laughs> Isn't that odd? Dis- was there a deviled egg discussion the night before? No. De- now, that's a great question. I love deviled eggs. At right. no point on, Chris- on New Year's Eve did I say, you know what? I do love deviled eggs. She just randomly showed up in the middle of New York City with a plate of deviled eggs. That seems odd to me. It is, but so I go back and forth as a self-sabotager. The self-sabotager would look at it and go, she's trying way too hard to impress me. But then the person who wants to look at genuine actions would say that's a very sweet thing for a person to do. And then the superficial version of me would say, if she eats a lot of deviled eggs and she's going to be hanging out all day, the farts are going to be awful. (laughs) I mean, I didn't want to get gross with it, but you meet somebody on New Year's Eve. She comes over the next day. We're going to eat a bunch of eggs. It's odd. No, it's going to smell. Yes, yes. it's it's a very nice thought. You got to give her props for that. But wouldn't you bring like. I don't know, a pizza, did you, a six did pack, you, well, you said a you few, know, some, something more that's fitting. You said a few minutes ago you love them. So did you happen to mention that you no, had an uh, no, for them? No, no, no. At no point did we have a hardcore New Year's Eve deviled eggs discussion. She just got, <laughs> uh, now you guys are making me feel guilty because it was a kind gesture. I just was a little off put. But the, the fa- home, but, but like the universe here, like you, she had no idea it was one of your favorite things. She brings it over. Do you think maybe you missed out on your soulmate? <laughs> no. By the time the game was done, so ball. was the soulmate. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Can we grade the deviled eggs, Patrick? From an A to an F, where, did, where, where were they in a deviled eggs ranking? The deviled eggs were better than the date. <laughs> uh, obviously, based off that response. But like, maybe she was just really good with deviled eggs. Because if you had like the best deviled eggs ever, I could see then bringing that. But you know, if they're not an A+, Okay, I'm not trying to be mean. The eggs had a better personality. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. See, now you guys did that. That, Now I'm turning into Dustin. Uh, The Bonnies at Dayton, the Flyers. You're going to lay the seven and a half, homage. Yeah, I'm going to lay it here. We were officially into college basketball season. I started betting it last week. Uh, I I love college basketball once we have enough information around them, and specifically conference record and home and road splits here. Uh, I'm going to lay it here with Dayton. They're laying seven and a half tonight, taking on St. Bonaventure. St. Bonaventure just really struggles in conference on the road. Dayton, on the other hand, seven and one at home. Really tough place to play. Does not get enough credit here. Uh, Dayton, I think, is going to be able to take care of business. The seven and a half was about a point and a half short of where I made the number. I made this one at nine, so I'll lay it with Dayton tonight. Okay, Dustin, I'm all feel free to jump in. I will say this. I took eight and a half with Orlando earlier today. Revenge spot. 
Uh, again, it, this is now down to six and a half, so I can't recommend it. Outside of that, I do like the Kings Pacers. I like it to go over, although this isn't a Sacramento team that's as good offensively as they were last year. This number got steamed up. I'm taking a look right now tonight, 248. I'd still play it, even with Halliburton being respe- restricted. These are two teams that just want to go, 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 pace, pace, pace. And the Kings are horrific defensively, as are the Pacers. Let's go over that. Fellas, anything? Uh, no, I tend to agree with you. You see the line movement already a point, point and a half up on this total here in this one. Okay, big I have, guy? I have one play for tonight so far. Waiting for some more entry news. Anything that I add, I'll put on the vston.com slash picks page. Six and two week in NBA props, so fire it up. Uh, it's been good. We're going to go back to a guy who's been good to us this week, Chet Holmgren. Over 29 and a half. Why are you laughing so hard? Over 29 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Phenomenal. Uh, well, if you're if you don't if you're not your own flavor, Flav, oh. no one else is going to be. Uh, Jalen Williams out of the lineup for the Thunder tonight. When Jalen Williams hasn't played, it's been four games. Chet Holmgren has averaged 32 and a half combined PRA. His number is set at 29 and a half. Facing the Hornets, the Hornets stink, especially in the front court. They allow the six most most points to opposing power forwards. We'll go over 29 and a half on Chet Holmgren. You're the best big guy. You really are. There's nobody better. Iowa, lay it. Five and a half. Ohio State's in town. Mike Samich. Let's go. Let's lay it here. Ohio State is yet to win in conference on the road. They are six or six, one in six in their last seven games. So they're really struggling right now. Iowa significantly better at home. Only one loss in conference at home. Let's take the home team in the big 12 or big 10 here and lay it with Iowa. Lay in the five and a half. I think the Buckeyes are in trouble on the road here at Carver Hawkeye. Iowa is a high scoring team. Ohio State, as Mike alluded to, has really struggled in some road spots. Okay, let's see. I was looking. Hold on. What was? Oh, our gentleman that came on D.C. earlier. I can't say his first name. Dallin. Dallin Cuff. Dallin Cup, ESPN. He's actually on the Bonnies and Dayton game tonight. And Amal, correct me if I'm wrong. He was leaning heavily on the under. Yeah, he was. Well, you know, this uh, Dayton team is tough defensively. They're long. They'll create some challenges and they're going to turn it into a half court game. That's where they're effective defensively. So it'll be a challenge for St. Bonaventure's on the road here tonight. Oh, I wish a girl would describe me like you just described Dayton long. Are you? Are you, 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 you okay right now, big guy? The, the best thing about the big guy is I think you guys heard it during one of the breaks. He said, I don't know what happened to me this week, but I'm just saying what comes to my mind. No, and I, that is very true. I think I went to replace the filter in my brain and I never put the new one in. You should write a book this weekend, big guy. Oh, I could write a better book than that guy. Trust me. <laughs> it has to be. It has to be. Uh, Samish, one more play. Uh, you have Maris laying the two hosting Mount St. Mary's tonight. Yeah, we're going to lay it with Maris tonight. This is a revenge game. Mount St. Mary's beat Maris at Mount St. Mary's a couple weeks back. Uh, but Maris is just a lot better team here, especially when you look at the in-conference records and their success at home. Uh, they're 5-4 and four in conference. Mount St. Mary's just 3-6. and six. All of the losses for Maris are against better teams in the conference. Mount St. Mary's, on the other hand, has been losing to everybody, specifically on the road. So I like this revenge spot here for Maris Lane, just 2.5. Miles Turner's out for Indy. Did that just come through? Man, this the reporting of injuries in the NBA. And again, I repeat myself every show. Adam Silver is more progressive. Think whatever you want about the guy. But as Mike just said, it's wild. They have to regulate reporting. It's and not going to They're killing the handle. So numbers at three and a half right now. Uh, Sacramento laying it. And also Halliburton and Jalen Smith for Indy are going to be game time decisions. Oh, we kind of assume yeah, that, no, right? I, Everybody's yeah, game Halliburton, time decision. if he plays, is going to be restricted. I just think these two teams are going to go back and forth. I want no forth, more game time decisions. That's what I'm saying. When, when, when the, the cutoff time <laughs> of when the game time decision should be should be like three hours before tip off. That's when we need yeah, to Especially. Know. Especially in the NBA. Like, it's not that hard to go out and shoot some shots like three hours before the game. I get it with the NFL. You got to take some hits. It's a very physical sport. The NBA, just figure out if you can play basketball I, I, or not and let us know. I would say one hour before it should be there because they have they have a media session with the head coach about an hour and 15 minutes before tip off. The guys are out there warming up. You know at that point in time whether the player is going to go. That could be great information that's disseminated. And let's be real here. Nobody really gives a damn about Charlotte playing on the road in a game against Oklahoma City unless they have have money on the game. Chet Holmgren well, over 29 and a half. 
I'll give you the best example. Last night, I had to say addendum. I like the Jazz, but if Maxi plays, it's a no bet. Yeah. The Jazz were a four and a half point favorite. Maxi turned around and scored 52 points. <laughs> they scored like, like, that's how much one player is going to flip everything you're trying to accomplish. Did he score like the first have, 16 in that game or something like that? He had 36 at the break. <laughs> we, have, we have actives and inactives 90 minutes before an NFL game. Yeah. Why can't we do that in the NBA? What's so hard about that? They absolutely need to. By the way, Patrick, one big bet for tomorrow. Kentucky at home yes. getting a point and a half. I love, absolutely love Big Blue. They're, they're coming off a home loss against the Gators. I know Tennessee lost on their home floor against South Carolina. But at Rupp, this is going to be a tough spot for the Big Orange. Tremendous. And then Houston laying points at Kansas. Tomorrow is going to be fascinating as far as college basketball. I, I'm a Looking little bit forward. scared on that one, though. Yeah, I love. I told you that's the one team I've been kind of zeroed in on, and I'm obsessed with watching watching Houston. Okay, so I'm just travel Houston. safely. The handle Saturday, a prop special for the Super Bowl, and then on Sunday as well, seven to ten. I'm all have a great weekend. Enjoy the college hoops. You as well, big guy. I I, I kind of maybe I shouldn't do this, but I'll give you the final word for today. No, you shouldn't have done it. I know better. <laughs> I know what I was thinking of saying, and I'd like to keep my job for at yeah, least don't, Yeah, week. keep your job. Keep hey, everyone your job. have a what great weekend. Week, <laughs> yeah, that, that's my mall just nailed it. That's the way to end it. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday here on Sharp Money. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast hosts Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.